Hi, good evening and welcome to another moment with Norma. Today, I'm actually in Miami, Florida uh, with my son Justin and we're doing a double podcast. So, over to you, son. Hey, family and friends. Welcome to another podcast. So, today, normally, I have a topic and uh, we were brainstorming about what we're going to do. So, we're actually just going to freestyle and talk about life life in general. So. Mm Um, I haven't seen my mom in a while, so she's here, and we promised each other that we we're going to do a podcast together, so this is it. Mm-hmm. So tell me, mom, what have you enjoyed so far in your trip? Well, this has been a real amazing trip, because obviously I haven't seen you for seven years, yeah. and I haven't traveled uh, out of England for seven years, and so mm-hmm. uh, coming into Miami, seeing you for a day, then heading down uh, to Jamaica, and then coming back here to spend another four days with you and my granddaughter and it's been amazing and uh, today I actually caught up with some other old friends so today was another day that I was sort of uh, running around Miami meeting this one here doing the hairdresser had my hair cut Mm -hmm. and also the most amazing thing happened today um, while I was at the hairdresser Um, there's a nice big kind of unit and everybody has their business within it and I went to my hairdresser and she's been cutting my hair since the 80s and in the unit there was another hairdresser that I recognize a name and when I worked here in Miami in the 80s she was very unkind uh, to me and I over the process of going through different process of healing mm-hmm. with things that I can remember in my life, I did send her a lot of healing. Mm-hmm. And it was just so funny how today um, she popped up and I was able to, uh, with love in my heart for her, genuinely uh, extended um, love to her. And it was amazing how she was so welcoming and she even gave me a kiss. And so it just today was just reminding me how powerful and it doesn't matter how long it takes we get there in the hand and the power of healing right so basically this person um you know did something to you years ago yes in the 80s and put you in a bad position at that time they did and you hadn't seen her in all these years and just out of the blue which I do believe there's no such thing as out of the blue. So yes, this is, there's no this coincidence. Is, yeah, this is yeah. faith, divine mm-hmm. intervention. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was trying to teach you a lesson of growth um, mm-hmm. instead of teaching you a lesson of holding on to something Absolutely. that wasn't serving you. Absolutely, okay. and uh, it, it it you know sort of it came out in a big way mm-hmm. uh, today when I went in and it it's a massive building with all different um, beauty Um, everybody having their own space in there and Mm -hmm. when I was looking down the board Mm -hmm. to see my what unit my girlfriend was in Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it her name popped up first Mm -hmm. I was like wow it can't be I mean and and that's pretty awesome because mm -hmm. you know it's one of these things that you're it just goes to show, you know, we're, you know, 20 years apart, 25 years apart, that even in this time, you're still mm-hmm. learning mm-hmm. Uh, these these life lessons of growth. Mm-hmm. And to think that, you know, I, I, you know, have 
think I'm so old and wise, but I'm so far from it. And um, mm -hmm. it's just another uh, way of me seeing through you mm -hmm. uh, some of the lessons that I can also learn myself, you mm -hmm. know, so it's a it's a double lesson i i, I learned something from it myself mm -hmm. as well but yeah. the, but the obviously the message was for you mm -hmm. um and as my mom was saying that the location um which is i just want to touch on it because it was pretty cool i've never seen anything like that before and basically it was about 40 units in this beautiful glass plaza and it's it all was. glass and um, the, the tile floor, it's well Aesthetically kept. was Yeah, fabulous. very pleasing. So each room had its own beautician in it. Mm -hmm. So they were all independent. Mm -hmm. Some people were doing facials. Some people were doing hair. Mm -hmm. I even think there was some like massage therapists there that as well. That was everything. So mm -hmm. it was a real, I think that's like shows the wave of the future. Mm -hmm. what, what we can see. So, you know, instead of having this like, you know, uh, barbershop or hairdresser with, you know, like five chairs everybody can be independently owned in this one mm -hmm. building very entrepreneurial because Absolutely. that's what the world is heading to these days if you haven't got something that you can either hustle with or become an entrepreneur mm -hmm. um, eventually a lot of people you know is going to get left behind with the new movement that's coming um, right. I remember years ago um, when I used to go to UTC with Mary Tomkin mm -hmm. uh, she was very much preaching about how the future will change and many of us is going to have to use our gift whatever we're gifted at mm -hmm. you know some people are good at singing mm -hmm. drawing painting gardening mm -hmm. uh, lots of different gifts and we were going to have to use our gift as a way to earn money and become individual entrepreneurs because a lot of these big companies mm -hmm. were going to downsize a lot of them was going to use more robotic um, in yeah. artificial intelligence exactly. uh, is going to take over and when that happens so what happens to the general man right. the, the, yes. the working man the mm -hmm. factory man and for guys everyone mm -hmm. that's listening the UTC is the Universal Truth Center which is like mm -hmm. a a non-denominational church that my mm -hmm. mom and I used to go to back mm -hmm. in the day. Mm -hmm. um, and Mary Tumpkin was uh, one of the speakers there. Yes, yes, she um, was. And she was pretty powerful. And even mm -hmm. back then, at, I think I was like 16, 17, mm -hmm. um, it was definitely eye-opening for me, mm -hmm. even at that age. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then just to touch on what my mom was saying, you know, it is very true. That's one of the reasons why I chose a cleaning business as my choice of income because it's one of the things that really can't be uh, taken over um, by robots or by by electronics or by an individual that requires just to handle um, a computer to make it work. Um, it does require some manual labor. Um, so, I mean, and like my mom said, so you're going to have to start using some of your skills to then generate your income. Um, because the market is saturated. Everybody has a degree. Everybody, you know, has a certificate in something. Well, you have a big degree, sweetheart. You're an aviation engineer. Well, I'm an <laughs> AP mechanic, which mm -hmm. is, is, is a mm -hmm. airframe and power plant. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it's, and it doesn't really mean anything. It's just a piece of paper at this point because, mm -hmm. you know, unless you're paying you substantial amounts of money, um, you're not really going to, you know, earn a, a honest wage you're just going to be just like the general public you collect the paycheck and then you go home mm -hmm. there's no room for growth as far as your economic income um so you know even with that said like so for most people 
they can't see themselves walking outside of a job or a nine to five because they, they feel stuck. They don't know what their gifts are. So how would you say someone would be able to find out what they can do to give back to the community and also make an income? Uh, one of the things that I know at my age, the best thing to do with is to go with your passion. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever you're passionate about, whatever makes you uh, can work from morning till night, never get tired, never get fed up of it, always feel some kind of excitement uh, that comes with it, something that you can close your eyes and you can just do and you are so good at it. And we all have to work by our passion and I think when you can find that, because like some people, I don't know what my passion is, it's like when I, when I teach and uh, a lot of our students, they're quite young, um, they come to do beauty because they feel as if there isn't much of an option to do and they think, well, it looks glamorous and they're using their hands and then when they um, do that, uh, they think, yeah, I can do this. But then when they get into it more, they realize that, hey, they may be good at one thing, but they're not good at everything. And they also think that um, doing um, beauty therapies, it's all about um, the, 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 the practical, but there's such a massive amount of theoretical side to it. And that's when they get a little bit nervous and then they panic because obviously a lot of it is human biology that they have to cover and they may feel um, a little bit uncomfortable right. um, doing stuff like that. And nowadays, you also have to have a maths and English, at least, you know, a, a good level, GCSE level of maths and English to also complete the course. Mm, absolutely. Um, but yeah. yeah, finding your purpose and finding your passion mm-hmm. is really what the whole journey of life is about. And when you do find that, mm. um, you know, <clears throat> um, we all start off. Um, doing things and we have more than one passion and that's one of the things that I realize in life that now that I've gotten much older I have many passions right. and I am sort of a diversifying myself a little bit more into doing some other things mm-hmm. that like my writing right. um, you know being able to write my book and sometimes I come up with writing loads of poems and I've already decided you know to do this podcast and I mean usually you know um, on my weekly podcast I do a lot of research as well Mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that whatever information I'm putting out there that somebody else you know can substantiate what I'm actually saying and back me up in what I'm saying or so I do a lot of notes and uh, my second book Um, that I'm hoping to put out when my first book goes out Mm -hmm. the information that I'm collecting around the podcast and all the stuff that I'm doing in the podcast it's a little bit like self-help so I'm going to put that together so whenever I do a podcast every week my notes go down not just because I want to use it to remember what I need to cover but also because it's going to go into a self-help book at the end of it at some point and so for me um, I also realized that I love talking and wanting to become a motivational and inspirational speaker Mm -hmm. so here goes another passion and funnily enough years ago uh two people said something i remember once i was in miami and i had um a client said to me norma i know that you are so passionate about doing facials and you know so much about it 
but learn to love it and to let it go mm -hmm. because it's just a stepping stone for other things that you may not realize right. that will take you further on a journey of becoming, you know, growing into your greatness. Right. And I said to her, I thought to myself, I love this. I could never see myself doing anything else. Mm -hmm. And I, and I kind of felt offended because I really didn't understand what she was trying to say to me. And that was the first time. And then again in England, mm -hmm. um, somebody else said to me, um, I, I should either go into speaking because I'm good at it. Right. And I would be like, well, what on earth am I going to speak about? Right. What can I motivate anybody about? But as I've gotten further in in life and I realize... Well, you combine the both, right? You combine yes. your passion for... Yes for beauty and yes, um, skin care yes. and that kind of stuff. Yes, and then, it works and well together. Teach at the same time. Mm. Well, I mean, for me too, I mean, like when I first went to school, you know, my whole goal was, oh, I'm going to be a pilot and be a pilot. And the reality, I think, you know, I always wanted to work with my hands um, without without subconsciously, you know, bringing it out. You know, it was just one of those things mm. where <laughs> I, I liked messing with stuff. I enjoyed <laughs> Tinkering, tinkering with my car, tinkering with stuff, <laughs> making stuff that didn't make sense put together. So it was only, only made sense to go into aviation um, and use my hands. And then on top of that, you know, it's like that's not my only passion. My passion became like, okay, well, you know, what, what, you know, I wanted to really do some interesting things. And some of those things I still haven't, uh, you know, looked into. But, you know, watching you over the years, I you know, admired the fact that you ran your own business from scratch. I remember, you know, dropping off flyers in people's mailbox on Blackstock Road mm -hmm. and, um, you know, trying to generate that business for you. And all these years later, I said, well, you know, I, I want to do that too, you know, because that was something that I felt like I could do watching you doing it and how yeah. you dealt with people. Mm -hmm. um, it, obviously, I didn't want to walk in your shoes and your footsteps because I'm not into beauty like that. And, uh, you know, I'm not you know, I, it's not my passion, mm -hmm. um, but business is your business passion. in general is my passion, mm -hmm. you know, maybe consulting, you know, and just having the opportunity to sell something that I built from scratch is, is definitely a, a passion. Amazing, yeah. yeah? Um, and it's always, and I always tell people there's nothing like making your own money. It's one of the most liberating and powerful things mm -hmm. when you don't have to rely on someone else to give you your money and when you make it yourself and create it yourself. It's so much more powerful. Um, and, you know, so for me, the, you know, I do want to write a book and I do want to do all these other things. So, you know, the entrepreneurial part of me is starting to take over because I see that there's a no cap or limitation on the amount of money I can make as opposed to being told you're going to make forty to $50,000 a year and that's it. When the world is changing and, you know, forty fifty thousand dollars $50,000 a year doesn't feed and put your kids in the best schools and allow you to live properly. So it, this is not 1980 at making $50,000, you know, it, in 2019, Making forty, fifty thousand dollars is like making twenty-five to thirty-five thousand dollars, which inevitably it doesn't really assist you. So um, I think finding your passion, and then even if you're not making the money that you make, that you need to survive, I think that if you're doing something that you enjoy, everything else around you really doesn't it matter. It does happen, yeah. Yeah, you gotta enjoy. It. Yeah, so it doesn't even matter. It creates at this point. more. Right. So mm -hmm. I think 
that also plays a part in it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what the future has for me as far as my um, business ventures go. Um, and I'm sure you have a lot more goals, you know, that you're looking forward to. And God, also, yes. I uh, think even going to Jamaica, I had one of those epiphanies mm-hmm. and one of the passion that I had when we first went to Jamaica you were six mm-hmm. oh you were five and you was just when we came back mm-hmm. you were going to be six was you or something like that you mm-hmm. were just on that cusp of being six mm-hmm. and that was the first time we went to Jamaica and that was the first time I also went back to Jamaica after leaving right. so, uh, Jamaica yeah. um, as a very sick child well I, I you told me you know off the record I you told me what it is that you wanted to do but I don't want you to tell everybody else no i'm not yet. gonna say that so yeah, yeah i know it's yeah. exciting in this but hold on to that yeah because, i have i just but um, i was just just this trip yeah. has just been an epiphany <laughs> for me with some things yes 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 and you know that first dream that i had then in jamaica when we went back mm-hmm. it kind of came back again but in a different way right um and it's, it's just amazing how it might have taken years. Look how long that thought went out. Yeah. And I didn't go to Jamaica to start a business. I came to Miami to start my business right, right, right. rather than going to Jamaica and then going back to England again to right. do business. This and then true. now that thought that I put out there, it's coming back in another way, uh, but not how I thought it would. But right. that's life. We yeah. put things out in the universe, but it comes back to us perfect. Yeah, and it happens, might take some time, but it all comes all the time, back. Yeah. I always put things out in the you know, mm. universe. And sometimes I even forget that I put it out. And mm. then it will happen. I'm like, man, I asked for that. Yeah. So now I can't be mad because it might not even be the time I wanted. Yes. But I asked for it. And so it comes eventually. It comes eventually. So yeah. now I try to make an effort of recorrecting the way I think. Mm-hmm. So if something comes into my mind that's very negative and uh, um, can change my life, I, mm-hmm. I just completely erase it. So, you know, mm-hmm. I, my intention is not that. This is my intention. And I re said it mm-hmm. so that it's corrected whatever I put mm-hmm. it out there in the ether mm-hmm. so that it's not lingering this negativity that I may have put out mm-hmm. there by accident so for me it's mm-hmm. I agree with you on that yeah I think um, I'd like to maybe we could talk about you know how has it been for you um, purely because it's we never thought we'd have this moment together where you and I are sitting here doing a podcast. This was never something in the plan. Uh, it was never something in the plan that I knew I was going to be doing a podcast, year, you know, the last two years. Yeah, yeah. And also for you, um, doing a podcast as well. Um, and so the journey that we've had has been very interesting because there was a, a long period where you had to grow up without me Mm -hmm. uh, so that I could go off and live some of my dreams and find myself but you're always left in a very safe environment with my brother and his wife and my mom and dad and you know the family was there to 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 help to support and then when you know we moved when the move came to come to America Mm -hmm. again at first, it was something that you just said, Mom, I want to live in America because I want to be an astronaut. Right. And um, I wanted to go to Jamaica. You was like, no, 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 I don't want to go to Jamaica. I want to go to America because that's where NASA is. That's if I'm going to be an astronaut. Right. I mean, on the, the, the journey for you 
without me because then uh, you came, you were here at school. Mm -hmm. um, even though I was living here two weeks mm -hmm. uh, in the month and spending two weeks in, in, in England uh, because I was running two businesses at the time, one in London and one here in Miami. Mm -hmm. um, so how did it feel for you as a young man being left here um, in America well, more I, in in London, in England it wasn't a problem because you was with family. Yeah, I, I think um, I think from the, when I came here, well, I'm glad you brought this comes this particular mm -hmm. subject because I wanted to close on this. But mm -hmm. um, I had separation anxiety or separation mm -hmm. issues because of all the things that happened growing up with the you having to leave and coming back and leaving and mm -hmm. all those things had taken a toll on me i mean i was definitely in a loving environment I, I didn't grow up wanting anything i didn't grow up needing anything i was protected at all times so i can never look anybody in the face and didn't say i had a blessed childhood because i did mm -hmm. i literally had a silver spoon in my mouth like mm -hmm. um but there damages of mental because you know you're i was so mm -hmm. young that it was already there so um the coming here was just basically um allowing me to grow up a lot faster than i probably wanted to but in my heart i felt like this was the right thing i wanted to do because i had such big dreams of coming to america i daydreamed about it you know when mm -hmm. i was eight or nine mm -hmm. in school jack the daydream yeah, I, used to call yeah it. I used to daydream about it so yeah. it wasn't it was something that i was ready for mm -hmm. but i did have to grow up quite quickly mm -hmm. um and it, it was a little challenging at time and, and a little trouble of some because i was going through adolescence and there was all these different emotions going on i was trying to find my place and who i really wanted to be as an individual so all those things you know did play a factor mm -hmm. um the only thing that i would say that really helped me develop um, into the man that I needed to be was that I did have a lot of life lessons prior to all those things mm -hmm. that reminded me this is who I needed to be. Uh, whether it came from Uncle Roy, whether it came from you, whether it came from another family member, I had those those pieces that were installed in me. Um, mm -hmm. The one thing I was going to say on this podcast that I wanted to mention to you, because I wanted to say, but since we're opening on this podcast, opening up, I wanted to tell you that this is probably the one time and moving forward that I can genuinely say when you get ready to go back home that I'm not going to feel some kind of way. I'm not going to feel like there's a separation anxiety issue because I've dealt with it and mm. forgiven myself mm. and the situation. So normally you would leave and those feelings would stare back up. Mm. So now I am... 110% confident because I was like, man, I'm this is going to be the one time mm -hmm. I'm going to gonna enjoy my mom. I don't have that like that feeling of anxiety that she's going to leave any minute. She's going to leave in a couple mm -hmm. of days. She's going to leave tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Like I used to have that. Now I'm just enjoying the moment and when the Saturday comes and you have to go back home, it's not going to be an issue. Mm -hmm. So I can finally say, look how long it's taken. You know, it's like yeah. 40 years, man. Mm -hmm. But I, it's 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 healed mm -hmm. and it's I'm happy about that mm -hmm. because it's one chapter in my life where I've learned something and if you know if we're living this life to do this thing over and over again to learn a lesson mm -hmm. I can definitely check that off the bucket list um, but I will leave it there
Um, <laughs> my podcast normally lasts about 10 minutes and we have gone on. So I'm going to end my podcast here. Um, I want to thank my mom for joining me on the podcast and I'll see you guys next week. All right. Okay. Well, my podcast is still going to just wrap up for a few minutes. Uh, just to say to you, um, Justin, how proud I am of you and how you've grown into this wonderful man, a wonderful father, wonderful husband and a care and a provider and just a wonderful son. And I think although the journey was probably very challenging for you, having to constantly have that separation issue mm -hmm. and us not having that continuous uh, process together, it's allowed you to be the man who you are now and finding yourself, finding your purpose, learning how to survive. And I know that if the day that uh, becomes that real separation, that you will be able to cope. That I know that I've left within you um, some life lessons and some skills that you've developed that will allow you to continue. And I, I know that I will continue to live on in you as your child will also continue to live on um you will well you know what i'm saying right. um and so yeah uh, for me i'm just really proud um that you have grown into this wonderful um individual and very much uh someone that i can say this is my son and know that in my heart i really am so proud of you and i think for me also this trip um sort of for going home it's always i i also suffer from that same separation anxiety issue mm -hmm. uh, it wasn't just you uh that felt it i also felt it as well and i think with this one mm -hmm. uh, i think some peace mm -hmm. we found some peace and i think for me it's knowing that you can survive without me it's knowing that um, all the things that I wanted to teach you to be that strong individual, uh, to be that person, you finally uh, are there and you definitely are growing into your greatness. And I thank you so much uh, for being on this journey with me as my son. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, thank you too. Yeah. So I'm going to say thank you, Justin, for sharing this moment with me. Mm -hmm. And thank you all my lovely listeners uh, for sharing this moment with me and grow into your greatness. Until next time.